Greetings, greetings, and welcome to another special edition of Out the Box Talks. I am your host, Krill. We are back for another episode. This is episode 25, so I'm really excited to keep the ball rolling with the number of guest artists that we've had on the show this year. Today, we do have another guest that is no stranger to the content that we share from thought-provoking artists. He has a new album that came out, I believe, in February of this year called Immortal. He's actually hailing from the borough of Queens, New York, which I want to talk to him about. (laughs) He goes by the name of Focus the Truth. If that name alone doesn't speak to this brother's character as an MC, then I'm not sure what else is. But we're going to talk to him about that and a number of other things, particularly pertaining to this new album, Immortal. So without further ado, I would like to introduce to our out-the-box talks listening audience, hailing from Queens, New York, brother Focus the Truth. Good, what's good, what's good, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the introduction. Welcome, 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 welcome. Listen, man, I am so grateful to have you here. As I said, the Immortal album really stuck out to me. I think I was surfing one of the blog sites, and I saw, I think it was one of your videos, and just the way you sounded on the actual track really, really made me say, you know what, I got to give this brother another listen. Now, I know you've been doing this hip-hop thing for quite some time, so forgive me if I'm not too familiar with your past records. I'm only starting with this record, but I definitely have a lot that I want to talk to you about. So how's everything with you, man? Great, great. I'm living blessed, but proud. You know, everything is good, man. No complaints whatsoever. Wonderful, wonderful. So in starting the interview... Just so that people get a little background about you, tell us how long you've been emceeing and how you came up with the name Focus the Truth. <laughs> no, I didn't expect that. Um, probably 20-something years of just, like, a, just I guess the craft of rapping, rapping or poetry or whatever, but actually, like, putting out mixtapes and projects, say, like, 10 years. Yeah. 10 years, that's a lot. Dope. Um, yeah, I dropped a few projects during that time. Okay, like maybe nice. like five and then some Lucy's. Definitely, definitely. And I got a chance to, you know, just to kind of like skim through some of your projects. I did see that you had a number of videos up on YouTube. Um, so as I continue to get familiar with you, I'll definitely be looking into those projects, right? Um, because I know you have a lot more to offer than just this immortal album. But um, talk to me a little bit about your name. Like, how did you come up with the name Focus the Truth? Honestly, I mean, I guess the best I can say is, like, I, when I rap, I get focused. Like, younger, I would be in my own world, spaced out, and then be like, everybody in the neighborhood, you know, turn into, like, a focus thing when I tap in. But And then it'll be like, I'll rap in the neighborhood, maybe battle rapping or something, but I just think it's the truth or whatever. And I kind of just put it as like a Twitter handle one day. Mm. It was always just focused, but then it was focused the truth as a Twitter handle. And then people started calling me focus the truth. And then it kind of fit with just my development 
as a rapper or artist. You know, you think about names like that, and I'm like, man, he probably, you know, was sitting on that name and thinking about it, and it was like, yo, what do I want to represent? But when you break it down like that, it's like, yo, it just seemed like it was just fate. Like, it just it just came into yeah. your hands. That's yeah. Even, like, just saying it out loud now, it feels like fate. I never really thought about it until you just asked me that. Wow, Like, wow. yeah, it kind of does fall in, yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. But in listening to your album, Immortal, I didn't really recognize any themes that related directly to the title other than like the first track that you hear. Like the, the first track obviously is titled Immortal. But tell me, why did you decide to title this album Immortal? So originally I was running with the Legends Never Die kind of title. It was the title originally. And okay. the song Immortal or that, like there's a line in there where I say some, I'm gonna get immortalized, and I was like, all right, what's the title of the song? And I was like, immortal. But I had the Legends Never Die title, but I felt like I just was always on this thing. Less is more. Mm. So I was like, immortal is one word, and it kind of fits what I'm trying to get across with the album. Got it. It's like never dying. Like real shit won't die. Like if you look at the cover, it's me with the blood coming down my eyes and it's just i guess supposed to symbolize you know as long as you do what you're supposed to do keep your integrity go through the bullshit you know what i mean but just stay true i guess that's kind of like an underlying theme in my music for the most part okay got it so it more so embodies it also embodies you know what you stand for in your music yeah dope dope you show a lot of pride for being from Queens, New York, a lot in your music. If you had yeah. to think of hip hop as part of a human being or as part of the body, what part would Queens, the borough of Queens, represent? Like uh, the, ah, oh, that's good. That's a good question. Either the mind or the right hand. Mm. One of the two. I'm not sure. Those are the first two things that come to me, though. I guess the right hand, because that's just like the writer's hand for me, or at least for me. And then I just think mind. I feel, I think of like Nas. And I don't know. I think of Nas a lot when I think of Queens. Just that essence, the Queens Bridge, Cormega, you know, like that, that lineage a lot. Mob Deep, of course. Even like Prodigy is like the mob. The initial stuff is harder, but there's always like a sense of, Mm -hmm. wordplay artistry consciousness that comes along with prodigy there's a lot of depth to them and i feel like queens a lot of queens rappers do that mm. like a lot of lyricists dope 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 when i think about queens you know I, I had to think about this when i was thinking about this question myself and i was like man it sounds like the soul you know like whenever i think about queens i think about large professor and that whole soulful sound coming out of queens but that's dope yeah. too, man. I like that. The mind. Yeah. I love Queens. I love Queens. That's where I was raised. I rep that to death. That's what's up. Now, speaking of Queens, what would you say, like what elements of Queens represents hip-hop outside of like the obvious rappers? Like if you had to just think about Queens and its contribution to hip-hop without utilizing like MC names like what else about Queens embodies hip hop <laughs> I'm gonna say if I say stuff it's gonna be like attributes to a certain artist 
Okay. So like the That's love cool. ballad is something that was introduced from LL. Okay. The no multiple producers on one project is introduced from Nas with Illmatic, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. things like that. But for me, more so is just I don't know, they call it a bias. I just like well, everybody from Queens. I like G Unit. I like Fifty. I like Lloyd Banks. I Indeed. like Nas. I like I love Prodigy. I love Nas. I love. You know that's that's what I was when I when I was growing up and I needed and I was looking for hip hop and these are the people who grew up around or were closest to me and I'm looking for what's the thing. This was these were the people I was looking at first: Noriega, mm. uh, CNN, Blood Money. This is what we were listening to in high school, and then Definitely. you know yeah. Joe Buttons and all the uh, all the lyrical stuff for the most part. Got it. Now, who would you say are the are the if you had to name like three MCs that really embody Queens, like that you would say if you had to name them like the ones that put Queens on the map, if you had to come up with three MCs, who would that be? That put Queens on the map. Yeah. Nas Fifty, I'll say that off rip, and then that's a good one. I gotta say Nas and Ella, Ella. Of course, yeah, easily, 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 easily. I'm sorry to even skip Ella. Now that's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. So yeah, that's my questions on Queens. You know, I had to ask you, man. Like you, yeah. you rep it hard. So I'm like, yo, we gonna go, we gonna go there. You know what I mean? Yeah. When it comes to rap, your delivery is very clear. It's one of the main things that stood out to me when I first heard your music. Very reminiscent of KRS-One and like the brother you just mentioned, LL Cool J. Just to name a few legends. I hear that that expressive, clear, lyrical approach in your voice. What helped you to perfect your delivery as an MC over the years? I know, like, there's a line where I say, like, I'm the best rapper. I don't know if I'm the best rapper, but I know, I always know, like, I had, like, a good delivery. Like, because a lot of times it wasn't, Earlier, it wasn't like people liking me on songs. It was like they would like me to rap in front of them in person. So mm-hmm. growing up with, <clears throat> around my neighborhood, it used to be like freestyle on deck. So you have to walk around with like six teams ready to have bars. So it would be me. I, I mean, I have a line, but I know how to entertain. Mm-hmm. So it would be just articulating yourself, moving around, dancing. So my performance... I started focusing on performance and that's where I guess performing kind of makes me think, think like articulate yourself. I may not say the best thing, but I can say it the best. That's a good if point. Yeah. I don't know. If that is, yeah. That actually makes a lot of sense. Cause I used to do rapping, you know, a few performances myself back in the days. And when you think about it, when you're actually performing live, you, it's a whole other level of trying to reach the people, you know, you're, you're trying to reach them through the, the crowd, right? Through all the different yeah. ambiance that exists. So you kind of have to be a little bit more clearer, especially when you're talking about something like hip hop. Yeah, so for sure. that makes a lot of sense. In your bio on your website, it says that you have learned the power of lyrics and how they can be used to deliver a message rather than present largely untrue tales to reinforce stereotypes like a lot of hip-hop these days. When did you realize that you were going to take such a mature approach in your rapping? Maybe after my first mixtape. So, like, 
My first tape was called Last of the Greats. I was like younger. That may have been 09, 010 or something like that. Okay. And I was just making songs like stuff I felt like what people wanted to hear. And like, you know, at the time, I guess G-Unit was more relevant and like street hip hop was more prevalent. And that was just something I was into. And <clears throat> it didn't feel like 100% true to me. Mm-hmm. But in my head at the time, I'm like, oh, this is going to pop off. Da, 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 da. And then like, it was good. And, you know, it, it was cool. Like I could rap and all that. But it did like when I didn't get the response that I wanted or I expected from it. And then it kind of hurt a little bit, I guess, maybe. And then, so, like, after that, it was kind of like, all right, if I'm going to do music, I'm going to just do what I want to do, whatever feels good to me. And then I just started doing whatever felt good to me. And, um, you know, I guess I'm a little, I'm conscious and more aware of certain things, and I'm speaking to that. And, no, it just, it just felt right. It felt right. It felt like the thing to go. I felt mm. like there was a shift in culture as well, too, when I started doing that. Like, around the same time, I feel like that was, like, the rise of the J. Coles, the Kendricks, like, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Definitely, definitely. Do you feel like as the projects that you continue to release, you know, as you went from project to project, that your consciousness shifted in terms of what you wanted to display in the music? Yeah, a lot. Um, so, I mean, I'm still learning. I don't really know much or anything, you know what I mean? I, there's a lot I'll, I'll read here and stuff like that. But even like initially, after I made the first project, Last of the Greats, I went to school in London. I went to, I was out there for like two years. So I made another project, DUI. Mm-hmm. And that was just, my consciousness was just more like leaving the country, experiencing something else. And just, I guess, I don't know if it's consciousness. I guess it's just a new experience. Mm. And then me being a vulnerable artist, I can express how I feel. Mm. So just being conscious of my own feelings in mm. this new environment. And just and that was like another experience. So, you know, and then as I grow and go through different things in life, I become aware of more and I speak on that. I try to be honest within my music as much as possible. That's what's up. And I could, the reason why I asked that is, as I say, I haven't like checked too much of your recent catalog out but what i did check out and then listening to the immortal album i'm like yo it's it's a lot of you know thought-provoking stuff on here so i could definitely see the change you know what i mean yeah i appreciate Um, that let's go on the immortal album you talk about looking at negative situations in a positive way that seems to be something that keeps showing up on different tracks on the album now, having a positive outlook when situations look grim is obviously easier said than done. So I wanted to know, what are some mental practices or positive thought reminders that you've implored that helped you to make right decisions in the heat of situations that could have went negative? Just thinking uh, back about decisions that you've had to make and you've had to just be like, you know what, I got to think straight and I got to do the right thing. What's helped you in those situations? Prayer, uh, meditation, whatever, you know, just thinking. Take my time and just do whatever's right. Try to, you know, try to move on a higher vibration, mm-hmm. be positive in it, take whatever it is for it is, you know, just, <laughs> I, I can't. 
Nah, that's definitely. just how I've been doing. I'm still learning myself. I'm yeah, still yeah, learning. yeah. A lot of times when I'm saying all these motivational, I might be talking to myself. You know what I mean? Just trying that. That might be it. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm just writing a song and talking and stuff to get through and like pushing myself and motivation and shit like that. That's an acceptable answer. Like you know, like you said, sometimes you're not thinking about it, but like yeah, I can dig it. Right. Yeah. On your track, Dear Father, you have a line that says, my pop says, F a boss, and he started his own business. Perfect role model for all his three children. Tell me about your dad's influence as an entrepreneur. What were some standards he set that made him a perfect role model for you and your siblings? He's just showing you that there's an alternative. Like, you don't necessarily have to do the nine to five and you could still be like an honorable person, respectable mm-hmm. amongst people and, you know, live your life. And that's, and I think that was just, that is a very important message from that I get from my dad. I don't even, it wasn't even like something he said, yeah. <laughs> just what it is. Right, and that's right. what I took from my dad. Like that's real. I, I hold that dear. Like that's just the ill concept for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, what stood out to me is like the whole entrepreneurship, like, you know, mm-hmm. the idea that you grew up with a father that kind of set that example for you. Like, mm-hmm. I think now we're seeing that more, but I can't speak too much in my past of, 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 of having too many people that I knew that grew up like that. Um, so I thought it would be kind of cool to just hear what, you know, what, what type of standards he set even in that arena for you, you know? Yeah, he's working his whole, so he, I mean, he's retired now. Yeah. But probably, he used to take me to work with him, you know, go do his own hour, have his own hours, because my dad, is a, he was a contractor, so he worked for, like, doing steam fitting, plumbing, home repairs, mm. things like that. And, you know, I used to do his invoices, he gave me his checks, and I see it, wow. and he helped my mom or throw her something when he got it, and get her benefits from her doing her job and i don't know it was just a cool it was just cool of me like not having to answer to anybody yeah and i think that's powerful yeah and i mean and probably in ways that you might not even realize like it it probably influenced maybe your entrepreneurial spirit with hip-hop right or with music for sure for sure for sure go ahead i'm sorry Oh, no, nah, he was the one who made me go do, like, the LLC and everything. Nice, nice. Wow. It's interesting, yeah. right? Like, you know, a number of us grow up with our parents, you know, working, like, the traditional blue-collar jobs. But to actually have a parent that's like, okay, you want to do this? You want to do this? All right, let me show you how to really do this. Get your LLC and get your business right. That's pretty dope. On a other song of yours, Days of Our Lives, you say... You're a product of a both-parent household, but your friends grew without those. What is it about growing up in a two-parent household that you would say you benefit benefited from that your friends didn't? And just flow with it. Like, you know, don't overthink it. Just flow with what comes to mind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I can't say, like, what, well, because I know, I know people who have single parents and they, they're, they're doing well in life and everything like that. I guess... I don't know. I, it's funny because I grew up with both parents. I, I could count on my hands 
how many of my friends have went to college or Mm -hmm. not to even like put weight on a college degree or anything like that. But I just see like, I don't know. It's a better or for worse. I had both parents in my house. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't want to, it was just something, it was a weird conversation because people come up with different experiences. Right. Right. People don't have their fathers around and, I don't know. Well, let me put it like this. Let's not let's not compare anyone, right? I'm not it doesn't have to be a comparing yeah. thing. Just look at it from the point the point of view of like what you know you gain from that whole experience and how it's made you the man that you are today. Well, just having that father figure to look up to, mm-hmm. to be around, to get me the sneakers, to give me the game, to give me perspectives at times where I feel lost whether I take it or not. You know, that, I think that's a valuable thing for sure. And having my mom there, seeing the support system, you know, that that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Do you remember any jewels that you got from each of them that kind of still ring with you to this day? As you're navigating through the music industry or, you know, through your career as an artist? Uh, one line my dad would say is, uh, he who gets the last, la- oh, you laugh last, you laugh best. Mm. That, and my mom, my mom is just, read the Bible. Okay. That's the thing. Got it, got it. Also on Days of Our Lives, you have a repeated rhyme that says, not everybody wins, but still you got to try. In the end, you'll see the universe conspires on your side. I really like that line. As I reflected Thank on you, Yeah, as I reflected on it, I thought about the principles or what some people might call the laws of the universe and this idea of trying or taking action and it paying off Uh in the end. Break down, as best as you could, if you could break down what this particular principle of the universe is and why it's an actual reality as opposed to something one might consider pseudo or nonsense. I mean, just doing. Doing is the first step is enough, like building. I, I was just talking to my boy before we got on this, but mm-hmm. like just the idea of like, we've been doing rap for a minute. Just like I didn't, it started from, I want to be this rapper or this, I want this to happen to just finding a comfort zone and realize I'm 10 years in for, for better or for worse, whatever it is, just putting yourself out there, something is going to come. So if you really love it, just do what you love and naturally you're going to gain and stay humble and stay focused, stay humble. You don't got to, you know what I mean? Like (laughs) just Mm -hmm. stay humble, work hard. Everything will come to you. That's just the way it works. Right. Right. And I'm assuming you've actually seen that happen. So that's why you can say that. Yeah. I'm living it right now. I mean, I don't think I was where I'm where I'm exactly where I need to be. Mm -hmm. Exactly where I need. Was there was there ever a time when you 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 were at a place where you didn't see that you were going to be where you are today? Yeah, of course. Mm. <laughs> of course. And what made the um, what what made the transition? It's funny because I, I used to like write a journal or whatever every morning, right? Mm. Like do a brain drain, just write thoughts, whatever the littlest thing. Yo, I see this. There's a bug in the floor in my room. There are socks. Then to the most complex relationship or my parents, whatever, anything. And I would see, so I, I did this 
maybe like 2011 and I have like a notebook of just different brain drains that I did. And I'll go back and I'll see the stuff that I'm like stressing over or talking about from years ago. And then I'm here right now and I'm like, damn, I was really stressing over that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like it ain't even really, that. I'm sorry if I'm cursing a lot. No, nah, it's cool. Um, my apologies. But yeah, like I'm really stressing over that and it, it will be nothing so it's like, why, why even do that? Just do what you're supposed to do. Everything is all right, man. You got what you need. Just keep going. Mm-hmm. Who are some of the people that you would say supported you in in hip hop? You know, are there any like artists or not even artists, but just people that's been involved that have been kind of an inspiration or motivation for you to continue doing your thing? Man, everything okay. is pretty much homegrown is just my 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 boys who I make decisions with producers, my boy smoking indoors, so then it's like maybe like two, three, four my boy brim. It's like a, a group of us and we just keep it going and pushing. I mean, Styles is cool. Styles where I did the video with him. Yeah, so you got he gave a track me some game. Yeah, he gave me some game. He was, you know what I mean, just building chills with us, but yeah. I don't know, it's really just more internal yeah i saw right, the uh the video that you guys did is that was for the last track on the album right the yeah, name was escaping. yeah we all in like i saw the video and it was like y'all was it was real new york man y'all was in front of the bodega <laughs> how was yeah, that, what was that? that how was that having right styles come out having styles come out and connect with the hood that you you know you're connected with good vibes uh, legendary that's 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 140 the gaza um, everybody in my neighborhood knows that block, that store, all that. Um, it was a dope day, man. It's a legendary day to this day in my neighborhood. Wow. <laughs> like just Styles is anybody who knows me or knew me growing up <clears throat> knows how much Styles means to me. <laughs> like Styles is like I was listening to Styles like Gangster and the Gentleman, the mixtapes, Ghost in the Shell. I'm a super lock fan. Mm. So to get somebody who I hold in that regard to come to my neighborhood, to all my friends where I hang up, grew up at, and rap and do a video and chill with us and break, talk and give game. It was yeah. a great day. Yeah, it was beautiful. Styles is one of the most respectable brothers in the in in the hip hop game, man. Completely. I'm just Completely. curious to know did what, Yeah, did he like? Did he give you any like words of wisdom? Any like things that he encouraged you with? Um, he was just giving me props on the verse and the video, helping direct, and then he was just like, "Yeah, I see. I'm listening to what you're saying. He's like, yo, keep doing what you're doing. Keep reading. That uh, you know, a few words like that. Got it. Um, I linked with him, his manager. We still talking. We'll probably do something again too. But yeah, nice. Looking forward to that. Near the end of the album, you have a track called Legacy, Xavier's mm-hmm. freestyle where you talk about the examples you want to set and all the good things you want to do for your son, which I believe is amazing. I believe pretty much, you know, every dad should want to do the best for their child, right? (laughs) But, yeah, but I I couldn't help but to think about this harsh reality that we're facing right now amidst what recently happened with the brother George Floyd and so many other situations (laughs) of... Uh, our brothers and sisters dying at the hands of police brutality. And it made me think about having to create this 
this legacy now around ensuring that our children, including our loved ones and even ourselves, are protected from an encounter with police brutality and racial injustice. So um, I'm just curious to know, like, like in thinking of how we're going to communicate this to our children and our loved ones, like what are some things you think we should be thinking of saying, you know, to ensure that they're safe? Damn, you got to inform them. <laughs> yeah. The kids just got to teach them. Mm. Got to teach them about who they are, what is and what isn't. Like, mm. I don't know, man. Yeah. That's a, I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm, I don't know. I'm yeah. not all together, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But what do you think? Ah, man, that's that's <laughs> good. Throwing it back at me, I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I totally agree with you, man. Um, I think we got we to gotta start thinking about really, like, having these conversations, right? And having them in a way that it's not traumatizing, but still kind of showing the real. You know, um, so yeah, that that's that's what it is for me, man. Like, begin the conversations, showing up, making sure that they know that we'll always be there to protect them, regardless. You know, and but not just saying that, right? Like, like showing that, like physically being there, like teaching them. You know, there's, I, you know, people talk about rites of passages programs. You could now walk your children through the process of. You know, things that they need to, especially young boys, like things that they need to know as a man, right? Um, right. So just being present physically, but also being compassionate as you lead them through some of these challenges that is pretty much apparent in our eyes, you know? Yeah, that's that's kind of the angle yeah. I would I would take it, you know? Do you have any kids? Yes, I do. I do. I actually have two sons, man. So, wow. yeah, yeah. It's a process, you know? Yeah, right. Now, I'll move on to the next question. In terms of your music and as far as your legacy as an MC, what would you say you want to be remembered for? Deeper than rap, man. It's just somebody who just kept doing what they loved and kept delivering just dope plays and impacting. Because mm -hmm. for me, I came a long way. I came from... It's like I said, it ain't no help. This ain't no label. This is just me and some friends and shooting videos and making songs and us believing in what we're doing and just creating. So, you know, like if I, I'm, I'm this deep in it, if I could keep going and people could see that you can do whatever you want, you don't have to be signed. You don't have to, you don't got to do anything. You just got to do what you want to do and just keep going. I want to be an example for that. Wow. And you know, like, take that to the best I could take it. That's it. Indeed, indeed. I could definitely dig it, man. So I know we're still kind of new in the year. Obviously, we are affected by this current pandemic. Let me ask you this. What, like, how's that been for you? Like, how have you been able to maneuver through the pandemic? Also, being in New York, a place that is ravaged with COVID, right? And dealing with that like how's that been able to how's that affected your music and your career um uh, as far as me personally it's been a blessing just thanks you know what i mean i mean 
condolences. I, I, I've, I've lost as well. Mm. Uh, rest in peace to my boy Adrian. He, he's like one of the first people who, my boy Troy, older brother, he invested in like my first tape that lasted a great. Wow. Um, we lost him to COVID and, you know, yeah. uh, one time for him. And, Rest but I mean, other than that, the silver lining, you know, I'm with my son, I'm with the family, we're building, yeah. saving money, um, reading a lot more, uh, you know, just it's, it's been, there's a lot to gain from it as well. Right, right. So taking that time for yourself. And develop yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't been. I've been writing here and there. Like I'll go jogging, listen to some beats, throw some, get some like some lines, get a song concept here or there. But mm. I haven't really been like zoned in. Mm-hmm. As far as your next steps, like what do you have in store? I know, like I said, it's still early. I mean, we're middle of the year actually, so it's not that early. Yeah. But um, you know. I imagine you probably had some plans with this project, but, you know, due to the social distancing, it's probably kind of halted. But, like, what are your plans for the rest of the year in terms of new music or things that we could look for as far as your your music is concerned? Well, Immortal is still here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably going to shoot some more videos for that project okay. just to get it out the way. I, I, I'm a... I, I just shot a video for Survivor's Guild uh, nice. last week, and then um, I'll probably do like Dear Father and uh, Mortal Track as well. Dope. But just to get everything out, but um, if maybe I'll throw another project out. I don't know. I just go with the time. I'm sure yeah. I'll have music for sure. Yeah. I'm gonna just follow the energy. If stuff starts dying down, I feel like it's dying down. I'm like, all right, let's turn it back up again. Yeah. If not. If something's carrying on and it's lasting, I'm running with that. Whatever, I'll just do it. I think well, survival's I guilt, guilt is a good look for, for what's happening right now. Yeah, yeah. it kind of makes sense. I, yeah. And it's funny because I wrote the song. Ah, that's a funny that song. I didn't even want to put that song on the project to keep it a buck. Okay. Like, um, my boy Ben kind of forced it, but. He was like, yo, he felt like it's too important to leave it off. So Yeah, why not? Whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's funny. Um, honestly, I was so weird about doing, like, speaking from that aspect, which is mm. crazy. Mm. Even when I wrote it, it wasn't initially my song. It was mm. the producer, S.I.'s Finest. Shout out to him. He sent me the beat, and then that's what the beat said to me. And I just felt like I was talking for, for myself and for people around me, kind of. Yeah. And it, it's a it was, it's a dope record. A, a lot of people like that record, like yeah. probably the most one. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. I've always was shy about putting that that out there. And maybe that's brainwashed from hip hop or something. I don't know. But I'm glad I did. I, I see the relevance in it. Yeah. And you know, it, it's definitely important, it's, especially with recent events. Yeah, and I mean, I mean for, go ahead. Forget I'm recent events. This is important in general. For yes, this, this ain't nothing new. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> this, is, this is crazy. Yeah. So it's an ongoing, yeah. unfortunate series of an events because it should have. Do you stopped. think music? 
do you think artists making music about this helps the climate? Absolutely. Why? It brings awareness. If you think about it. Do you think it, awareness is enough? It's not enough, but it can spark. It's so funny you say this because uh, we were have. I was having a conversation. There was a conversation about this happening online not too long ago. Or actually, earlier today. It brings awareness. Like, just think about the artists in the '60s, like the Nina Simones, you know, okay. or and and all of the artists that were using music to express what was really going on. It definitely brings awareness, you know, and I, and that's one of the reasons why I and I, I can say I'm I'm living proof of awareness in hip hop having an impact because just my understanding of so many things from spirituality to knowledge of eating the right foods, it came through hip hop. So this is not a medium that I take lightly in terms of Okay. In, okay. In terms of the message, you know, yeah, so, is so important. Okay, yeah. I, I get it. 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 Yeah, it may. It may not. You know, for me to expect that it's gonna put together a strategy, <laughs> I, it's it's not more than likely it's not gonna put together a strategy. But just think about some of the references that you might hear in certain music. Uh, depending on the artist right the artist might might tell you to go they might reference a particular author right and bro, then you now go check that bro. author out and then you learn something new from that author that can help you in your life so that's yeah that's a fact that's a fact i was just yeah. thinking about the the um shout out to queen Nas record the i know i can joint absolutely He's like this empire is in africa called kush timbuktu where every race came to get books Word. like that that that's ill like to drop like knowledge in a hip-hop record it's kind of it's, it's ill but that's not the record that sold that got Nas the bread not even that it's about the bread yeah yeah but i don't that's not the banger that's not the they shoot it made you look that's not uh it ain't always about the banger bro remember that right. track that track spoke <laughs> to you that track spoke you to you i said remember yeah, that track right. spoke to you like when you heard it it told you to move in that direction the energy that was coming from the track told you to move in that direction you listen to that, and I think that was the right thing to do. Cause look how many people like it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'ma always be the one. What what I do with <laughs> without the box, like I'ma always be the one to say, keep doing that. That's right. the whole reason why I got in touch with you. If you wasn't That's doing right. that, I probably wouldn't have reached out to you. You know what That's I'm saying? Right. Like, so I just want you to know that you're doing you, it's making an impact. Not everybody is gonna gonna be with that. You know what I'm saying? But people are listening. You know, and I believe that whether you reach, it's not always about the number. Like if you reach a smaller group and you could spark the awareness in that smaller group, right? That's powerful too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Awareness in the smaller group. Yeah, if, even if it's like two or three people, you know what I mean. Like, I think so. That's just my perspective. I believe so. Nah, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get yeah. it. I get it. It's like quality over quantity. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's funny you um you said survivor's guilt because um there's a sister on there that's speaking. I where'd you where'd you come up with that skit? She's I'm gonna butcher this. I'm not even gonna say her name right. Who she is? It's gonna definitely be in the video. Okay. She's a. Um, I actually came across it on Instagram. Okay. And nice. she's just like going off in this on this other senator, and yeah, you're gonna have to hear it. I just cool, cool. She she's going. It's I don't. I'm not. I don't even remember her name, and it's messed up because I'm using it. I can't. It's fine. It's you don't bad. gotta give it. I will. We'll we'll check for it when the video comes out. Make sure you it's send me the video. The, yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, Survivors Go check that out. It's on the song. I'll get the information somehow. But Good. yeah, she's like blacking out in this meeting and talking about how, you know, she's she's just expressing how she feels about, you know, black boys dying and yeah. her 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 perspective and just that energy I was loving yeah. and expressing that and that's a lot of energy that a lot of people black people feel For real. and sometimes it gets minimized and sometimes it sounds repetitive yo man yeah. it's crazy but i just felt like that needed to, it, it it worked well with transitioning to the song definitely definitely and and the reason why i brought that up is because her voice stands strong in the song like you hear her mm-hmm. a number of times and like that that song is embodied with her voice so mm-hmm. that's dope that's dope now I the felt other- that shit yeah yeah the other thing i wanted to ask you in terms of the legacy track when you start off the track you actually hear the heartbeat of your son and i wanted mm-hmm. to know like how did you like did you like record <laughs> that like how did you get that i think it's so dope because years later your son could look at that and be like oh wow that was actually my heartbeat like a lot of us can't say that right like none of like there's a lot of people that can't say Oh, you know, I, I actually knew what my heartbeat sounded like when I was about to be born. Man. Yeah, that's what it's about, man. Sometimes he saves you like time stamps, and it was just like that was the song was written before he was born, and it was just <sighs> to speak of how I felt and everything, and just being, you know, vulnerable with that situation. And it was that I thought that was just something because it was almost like I'm talking to him. Mm. And I was in the hospital well when she got a sonogram and all that. So I just recorded it on my phone and then brought it to the studio wow. and then played it on the mic. And then my boy So you did everything in the day. same day? You recorded the, sa- the song right after nah. you? Oh, okay. Nah, uh, bro. <laughs> so that song, it's like a long freestyle. It ain't even really a song. It was just a bunch of thoughts and feelings and wordplay here and there. And... I just was rapping mad long. So in order for me to get that verse out, I, I did it in one, t- I wanted to do it in one take. Okay. So I, I kept doing it and messing it up and losing breath control. And I didn't feel like I was delivering it right. And then I finally got it after take 60,000, whatever. Mm. And then I was happy with it. We just put the recording and that was it. I actually wanted to get the record him actually being born and crying and put it at the end of the song. But wow. I was like, nah, I'm good. We'll leave it. Nah, but that's so dope, man, that you actually was able to get it in there. That's what's up. Now, I didn't talk to you about the production on the album. I'm not sure who actually contributed to the production, but kind of share that with me. Um, A few producers. V-Don, who's a producer out of Uptown. Yeah, I know V-Don. I don't know him personally, but I've definitely heard of him. He used to produce a lot of stuff for Willie the Kid. That's why I first heard about him. I like Willie the Kid. Yeah, shout out to him. Uh, yeah, V Don, he's dope. 
Um, I got some other tracks for him that I got now. Um, I got a joint from Derringer on there, the Freedom of oh, Thought record. Did. Yes, I do remember that. That yeah, was the track. That was the track that made me say, "Yo, I gotta check this brother out." Freedom of Thought. Yeah, that's that was dope. It. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. I wrote that on the plane coming back from New Orleans. That was ill. Mm. And who else we got? Oh, SI's finest. He did the majority of the production on there. He did the Days of Our Lives, the Survivors Guild. Okay. He did uh, the North Side to South Side with Yayo, and he did. There's one more he did. I can't remember off my head. Mm. Nice, All right, nice. and then Pay to Play, my boys uh, smoking indoors from London. That's my road dog. We did Mad Mixtapes together, um, and I think that's it. Mm. Yeah, mm. I-, I hope I'm not missing nobody. I feel like I am. I mean, that's a good. That's a good amount. Yeah. So it was a. It was like a combination of different producers. Yeah, it was mm. just so that project. It took me a little while to do. Mm. It, it didn't. It wasn't really even. It, it. It honestly didn't. It was just I was doing a bunch of songs. Working with people who I just like, Vidon from the Wilder the Kid tape. It was, I think it was the Blue Notes joint. I heard that. Okay. I had heard Vidon before, and I was just liking the beats on there. So I reached out to him, got some stuff from him. I just those Dear Father. Though I did, I, I Derringer had just moved to Queens. Okay. So I linked with him when he moved to Queens. Got a joint with him. Um, SI's finest. I met him on the internet. And I was just doing joints with random people, and then certain songs fit and felt like the energy that I was going towards, and I just formulated dope, dope, the whole dope. immortal. My favorite joints on the album is Freedom of Thought, Legacy, and Survivor's Guilt. There's another track on there that I think I really like too, but those are my standouts. I mean, everything is dope, but those are the standouts for me, man. So, and, Freedom and, of Thought, Legacy, and Survivor's Guilt. Yeah, yep. Wow. So you might need to do a Mine. video for Legacy, man. <laughs> when, oh, when, man. you know, after the quarantine and stuff, that. I know it's hard. I'm definitely going to do that. I'm definitely going to do it. I'm definitely going to do it for sure. No, my, it's funny. My favorite, that, that, mine is Days of Our Lives. and um, Oh, yeah, Days of Day Our Lives. Father. Yeah, Days of Our Lives is dope, too, yeah. Those yep. are my two yeah. favorites on there. Definitely, definitely. Listen, man, thank you so much for taking the time today. I know I had a lot of questions for you, (laughs) but I appreciate you staying and and, and riding through with it, man. I wish you all the best as you continue this year. All the best in safety, health, success. You know, continue to do your thing and keep keep us informed with the videos and the new music, man. For sure, for sure, for sure. No doubt. Any last words you want to share to the fans out there? Uh, maybe you want to drop your social media or places where people can find you. Um, everything is focused the truth. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everything just focused the truth. Spelled how it sounds. New music coming this year for sure. Who knows? Maybe two projects. Definitely more videos. And it's always going to be consistent. Follow me. Keep up. Thank you for having me. Glad still got to build with you i appreciate this wonderful and just like that i want to tell about all of our listeners make sure y'all tune in to out the box media that's our website o-u-t-d-a-b-o-x media dot com you can find our podcast on anchor.fm we're also on spotify we're on apple Podcasts. we're on google Podcasts. all you got to do is search for out the box talks all right um we're on 
Instagram at Out the Box Media. We're on Facebook at Out the Box Radio. We're also on Twitter at Out the Box Media. And that's O U T D A B O X Media. Remember to go to our website and subscribe if you have not yet. All you got to do is go to outtheboxmedia.com, click the menu tab, you'll see the subscribe button. You click on that and then you could put in your email and your name or you could put in a nickname, whatever. And just make sure you subscribe so we could keep you updated with all of the new stuff that's happening with Out the Box Talks. On that note, thank you again for listening. Big ups again to you, brother. Focus the truth. Much success. And we are out of here. Peace. Mm-hmm.